All right, you ready? Yep. All right, what is going on, Isaac? Oh, so many things, most of which we'll it talk is, about. It is a great week <laughs> to talk about some video games. Oh, it so and is. And our mutual hatred for ferns, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've always hated them. I'm just happy that we now have a, an outlet to discuss how horrible they are. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I need to like provide some context because if you're not like on my Facebook page, you're, we're not friends. You have no idea what I'm talking about. And I've cut. just been posting yeah. fern memes in the Discord, and I'm sure they're all <laughs> equally as confused as my, my entire family right now. <laughs> You're how many? Uh, we're just concerned about you. Texts have you been getting lately? <laughs> I honestly, you should be. I'm concerned for my own <laughs> mental health and well-being at this point. So, uh, context: last week, um, I like every week. I spend maybe um, I don't know, probably three, four hours total on on like preparing our podcast yeah. and promoting it. Yeah. Each week, creating promotional content. So I did that. And I posted um, some some promo stuff for our last episode. I was really proud of it. it looked really nice. It got like two likes. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not talking we're not talking reacts. We're not talking love reacts. Just just we're single thumbs up like. Just a single freaking thumb. And I don't know why, but that pisses me off so sure. much. Maybe that's a separate topic of conversation. Why does that? trouble me so much yeah when somebody just leaves a like like what's the psychology behind doesn't anyway. even go to the the trouble of reacting just likes it <laughs> i mean there are some things that just deserve a like i guess sure but i mean if it's your homie like why would you not leave a love react yeah is my question for me you like know? informational sources like news articles and stuff that's a like i'll toss a like on that like right. stuff from the homies you you react that yeah no yeah so anyway i posted that Got like two likes, and it, you know it's fine. Like I'm, I'm used to that. We're a small podcast. Like sure, sure, sure whatever. Sure. Yeah, like this is a very niche thing anyway. <laughs> Most of my friends are not like quote unquote hardcore gamers, right? So like I, I get it. All right, um, I do. But then later in the week, Ike, I went out and I got some plants. Mm-hmm. I got a fern. I got, um, I got a, a nice, a nice little shrub, and I put it next to my front door. And I posted a picture of it. I was like, "Hey, sure, look at how cute our, our 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 little apartment is now. Our home, our home. It's so cute. Look at it. Yeah, dude. This post got over sixty <laughs> likes, which for me <laughs> is a lot. Sure, it and did I numbers. don't know why. It did numbers. I man, this thing threw me down a mental rabbit hole of just." <laughs> Was your post for your ferns like getting, um, hey, can, we want to collab with your brand comments and stuff? Like, <laughs> hey, we love your I we was, love your content. You know, those like bot comments on Instagram. I was, I was just self-assessing. I'm like, what, oh, what does this post have that my promotional content for this week's meta does not? And I was racking my brain, Ike, and the only thing I could come up with is that it, it's the fern. It's, those it's got to be the fern. That's ferns. the only... Yeah. That's the anomaly here in this situation. Of course, yes. So yes, it, it sent me down a, a a bad path. Not a good place. Just mentally, not uh, a good spot. Creating meme content, um, constant man. The meme content was was if I could compare it to just a. It started as a as a gurgling stream, mm. you know, like in the right. in, in the forest. Yeah, and then it, it turned into stream. that's not how most it, would it describe that, but okay. <laughs> It turned into a raging river okay. with with rapids. Sure, it became quite da- quite dangerous yes. for everybody involved. Yeah. yeah, reactions ranged from 
Um, this is the most hilarious content I've ever seen. Uh, are you are you a friendship posting page now? Yeah. Uh, to which I would answer yes. Uh, of course. Un- un- unequivocally, that is uh, what I spend all of my time doing now. It's been the long um, game leading up range to, this. to. Are you okay? <laughs> is this is this what quarantine is has done to our friend? We've been worried about um, you. Yeah. To to shut the fuck up, please. Right. <laughs> and listen, I would rather someone feel a strong emotion, whatever it may be than ambivalence right so hey i mean you're getting some you're getting a reaction now your initial complaint was that there weren't enough reacts and now people are now very I'm much getting reactions yeah and yeah. You, you know i'm i'm fully prepared to cash in on this oh of course. i want to make i want to make some fern merchandise you should make an only ferns <laughs> i should not have laughed at that i i had the smug, as hard as i not did. a visual medium but my smug smile i hope it was you could you could see it <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I guess we should actually do the intro. Yeah, we should probably do it. What are we talking about this week? Oh, man. Um, there was a concert on Fortnite, and uh, <laughs> that's a sentence that I, I, even now feels weird saying. And there's, there's, it's Freaking happened insane. before, but it still feels weird yeah. saying it. Yeah. Um, let's see. I had, I had the wrong notes pulled up. Um, Infinity, so in in Warzone, um, the problem of cheaters and hackers have uh, has become quite problematic for yeah. the overall quality of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and Infinity Ward, over the last week, announced that they had banned over 70,000 cheaters, which is quite a lot. And uh, they have kind of an interesting solve for this problem. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. And then also, um, you, I hope, have some more... Um, Thoughts and feelings about what Bungie is doing with Destiny right now, Destiny Two. Um, I, <laughs> I can feel it again. This is another thing that's gurgling. That's probably going to become a raging thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely is. Uh, and then we're also going to talk about some games we're currently playing. Uh, you've been playing. Holy crap! I just saw your list. You've been playing a lot. Bro. I've been playing a lot. I, I have um, over the weekend. I've played a lot. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get to it. You ready? Yep. Three, two, one. So Travis Scott, for those of you that aren't in the rap world, is a he's a he's a rapper. He's a rapping young man, um, <laughs> young lad. He's a rapping young lad. He's a rapman, um, <laughs> and he has got this deal worked out with Epic Games and Fortnite, where he's going to be hosting um, five concerts within the game. And some of you might have this rattling around in your head, where Marshmello did a DJ set mm-hmm. in the game a while ago, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. Um, I, I've I've kind of used Fortnite as more of a social space to kind of goof around in and play out, play around with people just on a day where, you know, those days where like no game feels good and you just kind of want to goof around. Fortnite is kind of a go-to game for me with that regard. And um, this to me and, sort of, go ahead. Wasn't that Marshmallow set like, wasn't that just like kind of a straight up concert? Like it was Marshmallow yeah. on a stage yeah. playing yeah. music while while players like, emoted around him yeah that's exactly that's how i'm remembering it yeah that's what it was it wasn't so much as it was an event in the sense that it was something that happened in the world but to my knowledge it was more of just a straight up more traditional concert experience in the way that you could have it in Fortnite. 
The Travis Scott thing, I'm watching the YouTube video of it right now. I mean, it's a full-on, like, interactive event that yeah. happened where the players all got these giants. They swim underwater. I mean, it was mm-hmm. kind of tailored to the music. And, man, like, it was really cool. I mean, I... Yeah. I, I it was fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And anyone that's read or has seen the movie um, Ready Player One, where they have mm. this interactive space that you all can kind of like come to and hang out in and you have your own avatars and stuff. This reminded me so much of that. I got really excited. Like I'm a huge ready player one fan and having an interactive concert tailored to the music where you and your friends can sort of actually participate in it to a degree. Yeah. Is so cool. Like you can say what you want about Fortnite, but the fact that they're going extra with it and they're making sort of like an experiential thing happen. Oh, and by the way, we hadn't Mm -hmm. talked about this. Um, the specific numbers, twelve over twelve million concurrent players participated in the uh, the concert. Yeah, which, which is, is a lot, <laughs> a, a, a ton of people. Yeah. Um, and in context, um, the Game of Thrones um series uh repeatedly saw people um that their numbers hovered right around ten million concurrent viewers. Uh, the season finale saw nineteen million, but like that's the season finale of game of thrones yeah and and this is just like some random uh concert event and a video game yeah Uh, and the fact that it saw over 12 million people is mind-boggling to me yeah and i think that Fortnite is kind of in this unique position that other brs aren't really in where they started as that kind of wacky cartoony route so it's a little bit more friendly for artists and brands to collaborate with them and do things like this um Mm -hmm. and while again i don't play Fortnite as a serious competitive shooter or br at all far from it i i am gonna try to hop in for the next couple of travis scott concerts that are going to be happening in the next few days and and i don't know i I don't know if if um if the shows are going to be the same or if these are five different shows i'm assuming they're all the same but they're just different times that you can tune in and 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 watch it i wouldn't be surprised if they're slightly different experiences to have people like going in concurrently for each one but that's just that would be even more insane if they're like each unique yeah yeah i i can't imagine that's that's the case though like that would be so much work to make five different um because like i mean we kind of just skimmed over it but like it is insane what they did with this thing there's like you said there's an there's an underwater section um I, I love I love how it started because uh, it, it started a lot like the marshmallow concert. It, mm-hmm. it, there was just a stage. Um, Travis Scott wasn't wasn't on the stage yet. Had players kind of gathering around it, wondering yeah. what's going on. Yeah, and then you see this like giant floating planet uh, amusement park thing come yeah. out of the background, and people are like, "Oh shit, is that him?" <laughs> right. It, it comes in and it spawns this giant. Uh, uh, augmented reality looking version of, of of travis scott yeah and he, he starts rapping the beat kicks in and it ha- it's, it starts teleporting the players all around the map with with travis scott yeah as he's like this gigantic hovering rapper above you um you said yeah there was a underwater section there's this really really freaking cool outer space section yeah. um that like has like you actually flying through space there's like the meteors stuff. and yeah. stuff yeah um there's a bunch of lasers at one point um there's this really cool shot of the uh roller coaster tracks on the planet actually like detaching from the planet and attaching to the like the game world 
Yep. Um, sort of like a like a like a freaking octopus or something. Mm-hmm. Thought that was really freaking cool. Like there's a ton of like these really cool scenes, and they all perfectly mirror like sort of the vibe and the energy of of the music. Yeah. Um, I thought it was <laughs> really freaking cool. It reminded me of um, sort of like on it was on the scale of the uh, the mech events. Yeah. Uh, that 100%. happened last year in yep. Fortnite. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, everyone was very salty about it. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember that. Was yeah, it was huge. Salty about it? Really? Yeah. The the mechs that came in, people did not receive the mechs. No, well, no, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think, um, I think this may have coincided with that season. Uh, I don't remember mechs even being a thing in Fortnite, but they they may have been. But what I'm talking about is like these two gigantic uh, mechs, transformer things, um, uh, like actually duked it out on on the map while oh, people yeah, like yeah, watch yeah. this yep. thing. I got gotcha. you. Yep, and it's just that. this freaking <laughs> like ten minute long massive choreographed fight scene mm-hmm. with these gigantic robots. Yeah, um, it was freaking awesome. It had people like rooting for like one or the other, and like you didn't know what was gonna happen next. I love these like super massive events that Fortnite is doing. Like yeah. I, I'm with you. Like I don't. I don't really care about Fortnite all that much, only because I'm not good at it. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't really like like the building aspect of it. But I just from a perspective of like, man, what they're doing with the game world is mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. Um, I guess when you make millions and <laughs> millions of dollars, you can afford to do that. This kind of stuff. Money is wild like that. <laughs> Money is wild yeah there will be several more concerts over the next few days and i'm going to try to actually hop in with one um i encourage you to do the same it's it's a really cool experience yep it's a cool thing to just sit back and observe uh you know what's not cool to sit back and observe (laughs) uh cheaters and 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 uh in warzone yeah no no Um, not at all no yeah so last week and infinity ward announced they had banned over seventy thousand cheaters um, and that they're they're fixed for this sort of problem that they're having, um, and I guess, I, I, like in my mind, like I don't feel like I have encountered it personally. Have you? Um, I've been in matches where people have hopped in the game chat, so you can have like a chat yeah. feature for the entire like map, um, yeah. and they've said, "Hey, don't drop at airport. There's like an aimbot guy there," which I yeah. thought was kind of neat that. In a BR where you're all competing against each other, people are saying like, hey, there's someone who's actively cheating in this game. Sure. Um, so I've technically been in a match with a cheater, but I haven't experienced it firsthand. I haven't died to one, basically, is what I'm saying. I, but I also don't watch the spectator screen, so I'm not even really sure. Like, I may have sure. died from a hacker and just not stuck around long enough to realize that they're aimbotting or something. Yeah. Uh, but this problem is apparently a lot more rampant than I had previously thought. And I, I do watch streamers where, like, every game, every other game, they encounter something just, like, super fishy. Yeah. Uh, people, like, sniping people across the map with, you know, an AR or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you can, like, easily tell because their their crosshairs will, like, just whip from one person to the next. Like, they don't have to do any sort of aiming at all. Right. Uh, right. It's super easy to tell who's cheating. Um, so they're, they're, they're fixed for this problem, um, which I, I think is just genius. <laughs> they're planning on grouping cheaters together in the same lobby. That's um, amazing. I love it. I love this idea. Um, they're also planning to add the ability to report players from the spectator screen, which I think is smart. There are so many times, 
just from from watching other streamers were like, man, it would be super nice if <laughs> this person that we're all watching, there's like 20 people like watching to see just the ab- ab- absurdity of of uh, of aimbotting. Yeah, um, it'd be super nice if those 20 people had an option to report the guy that they're currently watching. I'm wondering um, if that's going to be. I mean, it, it's obviously going to be heavily abused by people who are salty. So I just wonder what the moderation process like that is going to be. I mean, can you imagine just having to be the person that filters through all of the little gameplay footage that someone reports? I assume that it's going to be a situation where the footage is captured for like the kill and then Mm -hmm. sent to somewhere to review. That just feels like it's going to be someone's dedicated job to just review kill cams, which sounds insane. Yeah. it, um, It also seems like we should have technology at this point that is advanced enough that it can detect when um say like you shouldn't be able to get a kill with a certain weapon above this range or something yeah like it should be virtually impossible yeah um so maybe we can i don't know develop some sort of tool some sort of software that can detect cheating that i'm I'm sure that already exists to some extent like obviously it's not uh one team that's reviewing every single case of of hackers if anything there's probably like a gatekeeping ai that is sort of the first wave before it goes to actual human review but yeah yeah i just can't imagine even still being on that human review team because you know this feature is good but it's going to be spammed just by everyone (laughs) right what i want to know and what i'm a little unclear on is this is this for uh as far as like grouping players together in, in the same lobby that have uh been cheating i guess is this for players that have been reported as cheaters and confirmed or is this like um is this like their technology sort of figuring out who the hackers and cheaters are and grouping them together preemptively oh yeah i'm a little confused on that sort of aspect yeah i didn't think about that because it'd be weird to just kind of get doomed to a you know lobby full of cheaters by someone who you just got a lucky shot off of i mean someone in our discord (laughs) was parachuting into a match the other day and just randomly got a headshot just firing off and i could easily see someone reporting freaking for cheating. kevin yeah i mean i could see someone reporting kevin for cheating for that so i wouldn't want him in a lobby full of aimbots just because he got a lucky shot off once so i would hope that that's not the case sure yeah uh, yeah and i'm not saying yeah i'm sure there are like systems in place to prevent that kind of thing from happening like there are people that report others all all the time yeah for no reason um and just like trying to grief people um, and obviously like they, they know that that's a thing. So I, I feel like it would have to be some sort of com- combination of like one person reviewing, uh, maybe there's some sort of tool they have in their, mm-hmm. in their toolkit to detect this kind of thing. I don't know. I think the bigger but, thing here too, is that we're seeing that 70,000 bands were doled out, but that's out of the 50 million players across platform. Right, yeah. And that's, <laughs> I mean, it's relatively low, but I just can't wrap mm-hmm. my head around 50 million players. That's absolutely insane so you're probably gonna see like a disproportionately high number of cheaters just because there's so many people on the game you know and and the fact that it's it's free to play yeah yeah and Um, the fact that we're all quarantined right now (laughs) it's just everything is working everybody's at home and bored yeah everyone is working towards this so i mean it just makes sense that they're having to up the everything like everything that deals with people online is having to tighten their security right now right and since it's free like can't you just like create a new profile? Like I, I don't know if there's might be IP place to prevent that. Yeah, what? I mean Sorry. if it's IP based, it'd probably be a little bit harder. But yeah, I, I assume that if you wanted to 
if you wanted to get back in the game, you could. Whether it's with a you, you probably know, could proxy and then yeah. a new account. I mean, you can get back in. Well, it's cool at least that uh, it's just nice to see a developer see criticism and actually do something about it. Oh, I know where this pivot is going. Are you about to talk about Bungie and how they're not doing anything? Dude, I'm. if I can just be real, I am so fucking frustrated with Bungie and this freaking game. Oh, man. That, um, oh, man. And I, I love so much. Yeah, I was and about to say. It's, it's so painful to observe from the background this game just really take a shit. Um, you know, I, I still like follow this game subreddit. Mm-hmm. Um, almost every day I check in just to see like what's going on. And it is dose just, of salt. <laughs> yeah, that is accurate. It is uh, maybe the worst uh, that it's ever been. I would say since like Curse of Osiris. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen this subreddit this salty. <laughs> And and so long, and I, a lot of it is for like a, a lot of the salt. Most of the time is um, not entirely valid. Like I think people, if people just like took a breather and stepped back, they'd realize like um, no game is designed to be played for a hundred hours a week. Yeah, you know, and right. still get, provide you content. Sure, um, that's just not not realistic. So like people that only play Destiny and nothing else, like man, just. <laughs> Take a break for a while and play something else. Like you can game. always come yeah. back. Yeah. You know? See, and I'm trying to figure out what the problem is because every time I log into Destiny 2, I go straight to Eververse. I see all of the great <laughs> content that they've created. And you know what? I spend about 20 to 30 bucks on some cosmetics and I just have a good time. No, you so don't. Why Stop. is everyone so <laughs> mad about this? Yeah, it is It is incredibly, <laughs> incredibly demoralizing oh, drama mic. Ah. to see... A game that like is fundamentally lacking on the loot aspect of the looter shooter, <laughs> right? Yeah, and in, in almost every area, like we still haven't gotten a good loot refresh for content that we've been running repeatedly every single season, and it's so frustrating sure. to see this get ignored while we're still funneling in fresh, new, cool-looking content for Eververse that you yeah. have to buy with money. Yeah, the in-game store um, where you got to spend real people dollars that they're refreshing that thing every week. It's such a slap across the face, and what makes it more frustrating is that it feels like I don't know if their uh, community managers are even allowed to address it because, like, some of the top posts on this on this subreddit are about Eververse, and you never see them reply. Like, you never see them address it. Yeah, not not on the subreddit, not on their blog post. Uh, it's always like um, uh, super vague if they address it at all. Um, yeah. And you're like, man, like, is this like a higher up issue? Like, and, and it, if it is, I just wish they'd come out and say like, Hey, like this is our, like, this is how we make money and it's not changing. <laughs> like I would rather them just be super upfront and like transparent about it than it just being this thing that nobody talks about. But yeah, like continually get like gets worse. Like give people the option yeah. to at least like come to terms with it and, and either like stay on board or jump ship. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, so that's, <laughs> I would say that's, that's, that's issue numero uno. Oh, um, I'm sick and fed up with Eververse. And that's honestly like, that's why I've kind of taken a backseat for a while. I'm like, I'm not coming back until this, this gets better. Yeah. Uh, or until at, at least they start distributing resources evenly across or 
between Eververse and the rest of, uh, of the game. I don't mind that Eververse exists and gets content. It's mm-hmm. the fact that like nothing else right now is getting any sort of update. Um, so yeah, that, <laughs> that's issue number one. Issue number two, uh, Trials of, of Osiris came back. We talked about that, um, I think. Um, it's the super uber competitive yeah. PvP game mode. Uh, that people loved in Destiny 1. There was an iteration of it in the beginning of Destiny 2 uh, that nobody really liked. It went away for a while, um, and then it it came back. But the way that loot is structured in this mode means there is way more of an incentive to grind the first few cards. Um, So, like, there's... um, You get uh, loot at 3, 5, and 7 wins. Okay. Um, and then if you go all the way to the, that seventh win without a loss, then you go to the lighthouse um, for what you're supposed to get is like a, a, a big a big loot drop. Uh, it's supposed to be some of the best loot in the game. Right. Or at least it was in Destiny 1. Um, and that's, that's not the case in this game. So the way this works is uh, it's still three, five, and seven wins. Um, but you get basically the exact same loot at at your third win than you do at at the fifth and the seventh win and even the lighthouse doesn't sound encouraging um, at all it's not encouraging so what you see is uh high level players um maybe they'll go to the lighthouse or maybe they'll just decide to only play the first three cards uh get their loot and then reset their cards and go back to the the first game so <laughs> the effect of that is there's always super sweaty, high-level players in your first few games, and that pushes out all of the lower-level players, and it's just it's just a bad experience. Right, because if you um, hop so in right for the now, first time just, to play, you're going to get smashed by someone who's on their, their 30th match of the day. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So that's a problem. People are super bummed about that because, obviously, this is a mode people have been wanting for so long, and they've even found a way to screw that up. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, so there, and this is what I was trying to find in the blog post before, and I'm trying to think their fix for this, um, hold on, pause button. Uh, okay. Yeah. So trials and tribulations on their blog post um, for, for this week. Um, they said, uh, the problem for trials token rewards incentivizes players to farm three wins and reset their card in season 11. We are planning that's next season. We are planning on creating token payout milestones at three, five, seven wins that gives successfully larger chunks of tokens. Bonus token passages should increase these payouts, and on a, fl- a flawless run, it will generate a significant token payout. Um, so that's good. Um, trials is unrewarding for players stuck at one to two wins, and their solution for this, which I think is important. They're planning on creating a weekly bounty that encourages participation each each weekend and does not re- require match wins, um, which I, I think that's good. I think that will at least give lower-level players another reason to jump in, and even if they're not winning games, they're at least knocking out these bounties. That'll at least bring people like me in who said, okay, I can't even get my third win. Can I at least grind right. towards something this week and feel like I'm doing something other than just losing? Right. But that leads me to the third issue of destiny, which is bounties. Um, <laughs> two to three seasons ago, um, players were like, Hey, remember those bounties from destiny one, something that you could just kind of do in the background and kind of just enjoy just a fun, time. Uh, just a fun time shooting enemies. You getting some XP. Those were fun. And Bungie was like, we agree here are entire seasons where all you'll be doing is completing bounties. Oh, <laughs> 
so there um so much of these seasons are all just so focused on doing these bounties and it's really become just a chore list of uh more or less the same thing go to x destination shoot y enemies with z gun type dang it um and that's basically all all you're doing um the rewards are typically xp you might get i don't know the seventh iteration of a gun that you've seen and a thousand the, that's times that's the maddening thing is it's xp towards what if you're not refreshing the in-game content other than the purchase it goes towards stuff. your battle pass right which uh will get you i guess that unique armor set that you can only get from the battle pass uh but that's that's not enough for me and it's honestly like I, I would much rather get an armor set from the actual game world and earn it than leveling up a pass yeah. and, and getting content that way. It just doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, and then it, the fourth issue and last on, on this list is, man, uh, the game is just not in a great state right now as far as uh, incredibly long load times for uh, console players. Uh, you'll just disconnect randomly and often for no reason, um, which is um, it affects people playing Trials of Osiris, PvP, raiding. Yeah. Uh, it, affect, it affects every aspect of, of this game. Um, and people have been complaining for a long time that um, they're 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 on on the server side. Um, it just it's just shit. I don't know what they need to do <laughs> to improve that. Um, but the the quality of the overall PvP experience in general is just is just not great. So Destiny right now not in a great place. Um, and their solution for all, for all of this is that they are planning to address player concerns one at a time through their weekly like this week at Bungie blog updates okay. which just doesn't it's not fast enough like it's just not like this is the worst state that this game has ever been in and releasing a weekly blog update addressing one issue at a time is not what anybody wants like yeah i would I, almost rather a like big comprehensive okay guys yeah. we took a month to sort this out here's the plan for the next six months or at least the next quarter of this game i mean they've just made it free to play and i there's an element what i of don't me. understand is is like why it seems so like the <laughs> 2010 yeah to release all, all of this stuff in like a blog update like yeah do a podcast or a round table or yeah. something with like developers where they can openly talk about the issues that they're having and like solutions that they're considering like yeah. the division devs do this uh the warframe devs do this like every week um and it seems like that's that's a pretty good solution for them so i don't i don't understand have somebody that directs a devs team or even like an art design team or something on a weekly twitch stream where they're playing the game and they have a prepared thing that they're going to talk about that week with what they're doing in the game to fix a player concern and have it open for more suggestions let let people actually talk to a face that they feel like is hearing them and responding to them. Like, that's just basic. Right. You have the technology to do basic that. Basic good PR practices. Even if you take, <laughs> yeah, even if you take the content that you were going to put in your weekly blog post and you have that sort of, like, siphoned into your weekly Twitch stream with a dev, that would be better to me because that's a real person that people can look at and either still scream at or at least feel a little bit more heard when he goes, okay, Pancake waffle six nine. I see your concern there. We're working on that. You know, like I mean, that just yeah, that feels like such a basic thing, and it makes me worried that this is just from an outsider perspective. I have no horse in this game. I'm 
very lukewarm on Destiny. I feel like this is just Bungie. Now that they've made it free to play, they might just set it to autopilot and do the bare minimum to update the paid aspects of the game and just keep everyone on there drip feeding content enough where they're going to feel like they're still getting something for free and that's reason mm. enough to stick around and pay for stuff i don't know that but we're going to see but say that but say that say like hey most of our resources right now are being spent on our next project or right are being spent on the expansion coming this fall mm-hmm. like yeah the content that you're going to be getting up until that point is going to be more or less drip feed if you stick around great we love you right love to have you but this is the way things are Say that. Yeah. Just say that. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a new project coming. You're helping us fund it by purchasing in the Eververse store. Yes. <laughs> like, something like that. More transparency is probably what they need. It's always good. Yeah. Always good. Uh, okay. Let's uh, take a break and we will get into some games that we're currently playing. <laughs> I will try to get through this very quickly because we're already running kind of long. Um, I have been playing uh, Fallout 76 um, because uh, I have a, a Destiny-sized hole in my heart right now, and I need <laughs> you need to grind. For I something. need that. <laughs> I need that like prog- that feeling of progression in a in a looter shooter RPG. Sure. Uh, I just want the feeling that I'm like le- le- leveling up. Sorry, I can't talk. And uh, and getting loot and uh, doing all this stuff. Um, so I, I picked up Fallout 76 because the Wastelanders expansion came out uh, not too long ago. And it's uh, brought in more players to the game. Just kind of checking it out. It also just moved to Steam. Right. Um, so I, I picked it up. It was like 30 bucks. I don't have the expansion yet. I just want to play through the base game and see if this is even something that's worth my time. Um, I had played it. Um, a while ago, I want to say it was probably a year ago at this point, and it was not great. Kind of like No Man's Sky was, just didn't really draw me in. Sure. Um, the game world felt very empty, uh, mostly because there were no sort of NPCs. All of the like things that you in- interacted with were either other players or, or they were uh, robots or sort of these uh, robot console things. Mm-hmm. Um, so the game world just felt very empty and not engaging at all. And with the Wastelanders expansion, they sort of went back and um, updated the game with NPCs. A lot of the quest lines in the very beginning have been updated with NPCs. Um, so checking that out has been has been nice. It's it's brought me in. I've played um, probably ten or so ish hours. I'm around level twelve, level thirteen, um, and I'm I'm kind of enjoying it for what it is. Um, Exploring this this uh, this game world is has has been a highlight. Um, there is a never-ending supply of waypoints and side quests. Um, the map screen itself is seriously <laughs> one of the best-looking in-game maps um, I've ever seen. Like I want this like map as a wallpaper. Oh, that's cool. Um, it's sort of like a um, it's sort of like a, this really colorful recreation of or like a past version of. The game world uh, is like it. Obviously, it's like nuked out and stuff now. Yeah. It's post-apocalyptic, but the 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 game map is like what West Virginia was before. So you see like all of the landmarks and stuff as they were. Um, so that's that's really cool. Um, uh, and yeah, the addition of NPCs and multi-choice dialogue is uh, is very welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you could. Uh, pick dialogue options in the previous Fallout 76 iterations. Um, but you can now, I know for sure. Um, 
and the writing and the storytelling is is actually is really good and it may have been really good before but because you only got that writing in sort of um the like terminal consoles or like um little like pieces of paper and collectibles yeah. that you find in the game world uh, maybe i didn't notice it then um I was on a, a side quest yesterday looking for a person that had had gone missing. And uh, <laughs> instead of actually finding um, that person, I found a corpse and a, a uh, there was a service bot. I would assume it was the person's service bot that was sort of like meandering around the area and just, just kind of complaining and venting that it was like being tethered <laughs> to a, to a rotting corpse and like, couldn't go anywhere and how, um, he had a voice line that was something like every day, every day. I hope that wild wolves will come and eat your bones and drag the body away so that I can be freed. And it was just this genuinely funny, it's like very borderlands, it very dark humor, borderlandsy. Yeah. yeah I, I love that kind of stuff. And it had me like actually laughing out loud. I, I did not expect it. It's just this funny. random thing that I found. Um, so the writing is actually really freaking good. And some of the loop so far is, is really cool. Uh, even though it, visually at least it all looks very like one noted and sort mm-hmm. of dark and not very interesting. Uh, I found an SMG yesterday that does like fire damage. Um, I wish it felt as good to shoot <laughs> as it, as it, as it, um, as it was to acquire, I guess. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the combat, it, um, it feels really clunky and, um, the game in general is definitely, is definitely like super buggy. There's an, an, an element of jank in this game. Sure. Sure. <laughs> if I can, if I can say, even say that, um, that just shouldn't be present in a game as old as, as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it bugs me that there's no faster way to move around the map than just sort of walking from point A to point B. You have to, you have to either just walk or you have to, um, fast travel. Which which actually cost caps, yeah. Uh, which isn't isn't actual money. It's like the end game currency. Uh, but I wish that you could like craft uh, some sort of like a I don't know like a like a post apocalyptic motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> or find a, a horse yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the quest design too is super outdated. Uh, most of the quests I've done so far have been like fetch quests. Mm-hmm. Um, there um, there are a lot of escort missions. Which I'm so glad are not really a thing in modern RPGs. Yeah, uh, your, your success just, is depending on work walking through this yeah. broken. It NPC, feels so bad. Yeah, to get to a safe place. I hate that. Yeah, I don't know why it was ever a thing. Yeah. Like, why did this pass so many uh, like player? I feel like uh, tests. I feel like only now our AIs are getting smart enough to where that's actually going to be a feature that could be done. Could but be. We've sort of yeah. burned that bridge with the horrible iterations that we've had before where no one, that's just or, a bad taste in people's mouths. Um, the Witcher did um, it kind of it, it still had them but it was better in that if you ran the NPC would have run along with you mm-hmm. and so it never felt like you had to like run ahead and then wait for your NPC to like catch up. Right. Um, that did never really happen. Whereas that is not the case in this game. <laughs> uh, there was an escort mission with a service bot in this prison. And it was just like this slowly meandering clunk, clunk, clunk of this robot behind you. And you had to wait for it to catch up. Yeah. Um, just feels bad. I don't know why those quests are even a thing. Yeah. Um, and the last thing I'll say, I don't understand, uh, why hunger and stamina are even a thing in this game. <laughs> it's like technically, I guess a survival yeah. game, but like, I don't, it just, 
feels weird and like sort of an afterthought. Like it's just this extra thing that's kind of going on in the background while I'm trying to explore and do cool shit. Yeah. And I have to like eat things and drink water to like, yeah. I don't like why I don't, I don't understand why it's a thing. Yep. It just feels like an afterthought. Like it, you, like they didn't like fully commit to like the survival aspect. They just kind of like tacked it on so they could say it's a survival based mm-hmm. RPG or something. Yeah. I don't know. Not a fun time, but overall, I uh, would say that I'm enjoying it. I'm going to keep playing it. I don't know that it's like if you have to buy this thing full price, I would say absolutely not. Like know what you're um, at least know what you're going like what you're committing to. (laughs) I guess like when you put down that money, like this thing is super buggy. Um, It's not firing on all cylinders. But if you like just uh, exploring things and like reading a bunch of scripts and like good storytelling in general, you, you might find enjoyment with this thing. Right on, right on. So that's what I've been playing. How about you? You mentioned The Witcher. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I recently rebuilt my PC, um, kind of used the quarantine and the social distancing as an excuse to say like, all right, I finally got some cash. Let's just sort of get this thing up to snuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. And last night, like the night before we recorded this, um, I put two hours into The Witcher uh, because I originally sort of fired it up just to see, you know, what would my average frames per second be on there? Um, flex, it was about 130. Um, flex. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I, I got it up and I was running it and I had started like the first mission when I downloaded it for like $10 on steam, just like a year and a half uh-huh. ago. Um, and I sort of just picked up right where I left off. I retaught myself the controls and I just fell into this hole where I got reinvested in it. And I had never, I've kind of like put in probably like 12 total hours into it from having played it on PlayStation and then took a long break, lent it to someone, never got it back, and then re-downloaded it on PC. And mm-hmm. in that time, I had never done more than like a 30 to 45 minute stretch on it at just once. And yeah. dude, like last night, I just put two solid hours into it and I had such a good time. The The story was I've, cool. I feel like now experiencing it on a PC, I can sort of invest myself in it, especially now knowing that like, when I get done with work, I'm still sitting at this same PC that has Witcher on it. <laughs> and I can uh-huh. just open it up. Um, and man, I really like Have it. Have you gotten out of White Orchard yet? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. I just met All up right. with Yennefer and I'm on my way to Alzima. Infazima. Infazima. Yeah. yeah. Going to Infazima. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's, I've got out of White Orchard. I'm out of there. Um, and it just, uh, it's cool. And I know that saying that Witcher is cool is the least hot take you can possibly have. <laughs> it is really, yeah. It's um, really popular. Yeah. But I am, it's so hard to get me into story based games. I, I cannot stress how hard it is to sell me on these. Um, and I'm willing to spend some I time in this. I also had the same, I had the same issue that you did where I would spend like 30 to 45 minutes playing it and then kind of get bored and not really know what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. It really took a while for it to kind of catch on with me, too. So yeah. you're not alone there. Yeah. So I've been playing Witcher, really enjoying that. I just got that started, so I'm going to be talking more about that sort of as I experience it. Um, I also dr- downloaded uh, Dragon Ball Fighters for like 15 bucks on the uh, Nintendo Store for my Switch. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge like 2.5 dimensional fighter like person. I love Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and Tekken. So, um, and I have I know nothing about the Dragon Ball universe. I know that there are people. <laughs> I know that there's a guy that looks like a cat. Yeah. And then there's a pickle guy. Um, that's that's what I know about it. Right. Yes. A lot of that. A lot of grunting. Um, so that's, that's the extent of what I know about Dragon Ball Z. Too. Yeah. So I downloaded it just because I wanted a fighter. And 
Street Fighter, weirdly enough, only has their like 30th anniversary edition on there where it's just a collection of the arcade games. And I just don't like, I don't, I don't care to play an old arcade game on my Switch. Um, hmm. The graphics for Dragon Ball Fighters look incredible. Uh, if, if you're into fighters at all, it's on sale as of this recording for like 15 bucks. And it can fill that hole that you don't want to spend 50 bucks on Mortal Kombat for Switch. You want to spend 15 bucks for this. It's a blast. It's a lot of fun. Um, I'm learning who the characters are, and they're interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been playing a ton of um, Overwatch. I recently reinstalled Overwatch because I'm trying to get my buddy to get it on his PC. He's a big PlayStation Overwatch player, and um, since yeah. it's not since it's not cross-plat, I'm trying to get him on it on his PC. And uh, it's wild. The Overwatch uh, experience when people are using mouse and keyboard is nuts. I'm getting sniped around every corner. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's it's a fun experience, but I did have fun today. It was kind of a fun time killer, and and I enjoyed. Still that. a fun game. I wonder every time I jump back in, I'm like, why did I ever stop playing this game? Yeah, yeah. I never really have explicitly, even when we get crushed, I never really have a bad time playing it. it just feels really good. Mm-hmm. And um, I've also been watching a ton of the Val- the Valorant streams because I want mm-hmm. a key. And watching <laughs> that just made me want to play Overwatch because it looks very Overwatchy to me. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to fire Overwatch up. The game is like a mega, like a hundred megabytes to download. So I was like, okay, I'll just pop it on my hard drive and play it some more. Um, been playing COD multiplayer, of course, been playing that with everyone in the discord. Um, also still been playing Runer, which is kind of filling the, um, cyberpunk 2077 hole in my life right now. Um, yeah. Runer is kind of this like story-based arena shooter that, um, the art design on it, I just love. It's the coolest looking game I've I've ever played. If you're into cyberpunk, um, Ruiner is a really cool game to check out. You will want to like tell. Go ahead. Tell me more about about this game because it always like it does sort of um, catch my eye when I'm browsing the uh, the Game Pass queue. Yeah, it it looks really cool visually, uh, but there's always that sort of like in, independent dev factor that I'm like I don't know if I want to commit my time to this like what what kind of like break it down what is it like what are you doing in this game okay so ruiner starts out with um you sort of wake up and this woman who is in the game known she's known as her uh in this sort of cute emoticon style text it's kind of a text rpg sort of situation where they're not explicitly saying much more than a few pre-recorded lines um but she's like hey um these people have your brother and i'm gonna help you get him back and in the middle of this story, like all of these really cool, like hand-drawn um, art renderings come up of your brother, like in this weird cyberpunk, like prison thing. Um, mm-hmm. And really what gets you is the dialogue and all of the cool things. Like the, everyone lives in a place called um, heaven. And that's kind of like where the upper class society lives. And your job is to basically take heaven down. And you're sort of okay. like on the underbelly of society. You meet these yeah. people who, one person tells you like, hey, the um, the people from heaven are using cats to spy on us and you need to go and download all of the data from the wild cats that you see. And then like a subplot of the game is you run around and like pet cats and it gives you data and they give funny voice lines like, well, how dare you do that to my butt? And then the cat disappears because it was fake. <laughs> it's just <laughs> bizarre. It's really weird. It feels like a um, cool. if the Borderlands writers made a cyberpunk style game, it's kind of like that. Um, yeah. And then the art, like the art direction is really cool. If, if you like, um, Blade Runner, 
it's it's like if Blade Runner and Borderlands had a baby and it was an arena shooter. That's that's kind of how I can describe it. It's really really fun. The weapons are okay. cool and varied. And it it is a shooter. Yes, yeah, very much so. Um, okay. It's one of these kind of like arcade style. Uh, you progress through the game by beating levels, and each level uh-huh. is going to have like a big overpowered boss that you have to zip around and hit multiple times and dip, dodge, duck, and dive. Um, the weapons are really cool. You have kind of these finishers that are unique to each weapon where I had a katana that I basically can just like slice 30 people in half at once and then kick all of their heads in one direction. I mean, it's nuts. Um, is it is it first person or is it... So when I say... For some reason, I'm thinking it's a like... A, I don't know what it's called when the camera is yeah, that's, uh, top-down perspective. I'm using that as sort of the arena style. When I'm saying arena style shooter, that's what I'm saying. It's like a top-down... You use your mouse to sort of point in the direction of where you want to go and sort of click your weapon. Um, gotcha. So it's a top-down, arcade-looking game. And it's just the exact sort of... You can kind of turn your brain off and kill things, and then when it's time to look at a cutscene yeah. and read what's going on, you can. Um, and it's really cool. Like I would just encourage you to just Google Image Ruiner and look at the art style, and that'll give you an idea of what it's, what it's, what's there. And it's worth... And if it's... I'd pay 15 bucks for it. If it's under 15 bucks, get it. <laughs> cool. It's kind of, I'm, I'm watching some gameplay now. It, it kind of reminds, it, it, it gives you that hotline Miami sort of vibe. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it, it looks fun, man. Yeah. It's a total I don't know blast. why I haven't like actually researched more about this game. I think I instinctively just uh, hear games that you're talking about. I'm like, oh. <laughs> we like very <laughs> different games. We like very, we very, do very, like very different games. games. Which is fine. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but check it out. It's it's really neat. Check out Ruiner. Okay. Um well, let's wrap this thing up. We always seem to like struggle with like how to exactly um tie the bow on each episode from week to week. Yes. Um so I thought uh we could do this sort of new thing where we just rattle off some uh some news that occurred over the week that you know may not be as big as the topics that we talked about this week. Mm-hmm. Um but just some some note noteworthy news yeah. that you should know about. Yeah. So for example, Battlefield Five is getting a final update um in June, which shout out to the eighty people that are playing Battlefield Five and haven't gone back over yeah. to Battlefield One. <laughs> yep. I uh I forgot this game even <laughs> was was still a thing. Like, oh Battlefield Five yeah. is 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 still a thing that you can play. It is. Yeah. Um off the Fallout 76 note, NPCs in this game are looting players' corpses and keeping the loot for themselves. They can't they can't be like looted and returned. You can't get your loot back. Uh, but it's okay because uh, the devs are also adding pets to the game. That's more than okay. Or, yeah, I love. No, that. I'm sorry. They're not. They're not definitely adding pets. They're thinking about adding pets. Oh, don't tease but me like that. Come that's on. That's still nice, I guess. Come on. Uh, Xbox Game Pass is getting Red Dead Redemption 2, but it's losing GTA 5. So you're gonna have to choose between. Miami Coke dealer or cowboy. Uh, so I guess you're choosing cowboy by default. Uh, and also over 160,000 N- Nintendo accounts, I guess, were hacked last week. Uh, nicknames, date of birth, country, email uh, addresses have all been accessed during this breach. Um, some accounts have experienced fraudulent purchases. To combat this, Nintendo has reset the passwords of all affected accounts, and they are recommending users enable this this little thing called two-factor authentication to prevent this in the future wow fortnite that. um has hit the google play store for android devices it was only actually available as a sort of one-off standalone download and mm-hmm. epic games 
are not happy about this because that means Google is going to be getting some of that sweet, sweet Fortnite cheddar, which, you know, <laughs> yeah. can't blame them. And finally, a girl on Twitter posted um, her her turnip prices in the game Animal Crossing. You may have heard it, heard of it rather. Um, Elijah Wood, uh, the 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 celebrity, uh, DM'd her asking if he could visit her island and sell his turnips. Uh, turns out, <laughs> turns out this man Ike is just as much of a delight in game as he is in real life because he exhibits just. Uh, excellent Animal Crossing etiquette. Uh, sure. What you're supposed to do. He asks before he picks fruit. Yep. He's just a delight. Before he left, he made sure to let her know that um, her island was absolutely beautiful. Uh, and it's just it. the type of news that we all we all need in our lives today. That would get me to download Animal Crossing just on the off chance that Elijah Wood could visit my island. I would download it. What the what the heck? You made it through an entire episode. Absolutely incredible. Pat yourself on the back. First off, if you're not a part of the Dummy Thick Steely Boys, that's our group on Discord, man, you should be. You can find an invite link pinned to the top of our This Week's Meta Facebook page. Uh, consider this your formal invitation to become a bona fide steely person. Uh, you can find Isaac on Twitter uh, at E-Y-E-Z-A-H-K and myself at J-A-K-E-M-O-I-X. If you have a thought about something we talked about today, or maybe you'd like to share an opinion on a game that we talked about, you can send us a voice message using the Anchor FM link in the show notes of this episode. There's even a chance that your voice message will be featured on a future episode. Finally, the beat that you are listening to right now is not ours because we lack any creative talent whatsoever. It is a beat that is produced by that kid Goron. I'm really sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Uh, that's that kid, G-O-R-A-N. He produces a ton of the sickest beats, uh, many of which are free to use, so long as you credit the artist. Uh, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. See ya.